Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to our brand new series of podcasts. My name is Krishna and Stephen and I from Order Hive are happy to welcome you to our very first episode of the podcast on the basics of inventory management. We are very lucky to have uh, an industrial engineer and a supply chain management expert, Mr. Andres Posada, who has been in this field for 19 years and uh, he has the talent to turn inventory from a cost center to a profit center with his professional skills in optimizing the supply chain. He has worked with top-notch companies like Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Baxter Laboratories, and is right now heading the supply chain management for Andean region at Boston Scientific. Welcome, Mr. Andres. Thank you very much, Krishna. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, Thank you. I feel very lucky to be here with you and with all, all, all the people who's listening to us. So, uh, as you said, today we're going to talk about inventory management and uh, its importance to a company. Right. So, let's begin. Yeah, so let's just start with the basics and uh, what is inventory. So if you could just let us know a little bit more about like what is inventory and the the standard definitions and uh, how do you uh, perceive it and how do you manage it? Okay, so um, what is inventory? According to the Apex Dictionary, inventory is defined as those stocks used to support production, such as raw materials, working process, uh, supporting activities such as maintenance, repair, and operating supplies. And finally, customer service in the form of uh, finished goods and spare parts. According to Krajowski, uh, inventory is created every time your receipt of materials exceeds the depletion of materials. This means every time you receive materials, but you do not disimburse these materials, you start creating inventory. Inventory represents one of the most important assets for a company because when it turns, it becomes revenue. Uh, inventory is classified as a current asset. And why a current asset? Because it is an asset which are those assets that are expected to be converted to cash within a year or less. Yeah, uh, it's just that I, I read it somewhere that inventory is also considered a liability at times uh, because of the costings that's involved in, in keeping the inventory and all that. So how do you basically best manage the inventory? Like, why is it important to manage the inventory? Planning and controlling inventories is a key priority to supply chain managers in all industries in order to meet uh, the objectives of the company. Effective inventory management is essential in order to realize the full potential of the value chain. The objective is not to bring inventories close to zero uh, to reduce cost or to have access so as to have to ensure 100% availability of product, but to have the right amount that will help the company achieve its goals in the most efficient way. Inventories affect everyday operations of, a, of an organization. They must be counted paid for, stored, delivered, and managed. Inventories require an investment, just a machine or a marketing campaign would. The money you invest in, in inventories cannot be used for other purposes, thus representing a drain in, in the cash flow of, of, of the company. 
Despite this, uh, we need inventories to operate and uh, having the right products available at the right time, the right quantities to meet customer requirements is key to meeting the company's goals. This is why inventory management and control becomes essential to the organization. You have to find the right balance in the end. So, uh, hi, Andres. This is Stephen here. Uh, hi, Steve. Yeah. Can I call you Steve? Yeah, 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 you can. I would love to. Right. Uh, so, as you mentioned that uh, it is very essential to balance the inventories at all the points. So, can you like uh, brief us a bit like about what kind of pressures are involved when it comes to inventory management and control? Okay, so we have two kinds of pressure when you have in, uh, when you're uh, dealing with inventory management. You you'll have the pressures to have low inventories and the pressures to have high inventories. So let's talk about pressures to have low inventories first. As inventory managers, it is our responsibility to find the right balance between the trade-offs of having high inventories and low inventories. The main reason why we want to keep low inventories is that they represent investment of money. I just mentioned that earlier. As in this regard, it represents an opportunity cost, also known as cost of capital. In other words, the money used for inventories could be invested for other purposes. By having inventory, the company also incurs in the in costs such as storage, handling costs, taxes, insurance, shrinkages. And the sum of all these costs is also known as inventory holding cost or inventory carrying cost and varies within, with the inventory levels. So now we're gonna talk about, um, we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into the components of the holding cost. Let's talk about cost of capital. What is the cost of capital? It is the opportunity cost of investing in an asset relative to the expected return on assets of similar risk. As mentioned before, inventory is an asset, and as such, the company should use a measure that truly reflects its approach to financing these assets. The most common measure companies use is the weighted average cost of capital, or what, which is the average of the required return on a firm's stock equity and, it, and the interest rate on its debt. And this is weighted by the proportion of equity and debt in its portfolio. The cost of capital is often the largest component of holding cost uh, of inventories. Now let's talk about storage and handling costs. We all know that inventory takes up space and it must be picked back and moved into and out of the storage facility. And we also know that this does not come from free. If the company rents space or also sources through a 3PL, storage and handling costs will be incurred. If the company owns the space, still labor needs to be hired and uh, the space used in inventory could be used for other purposes. And uh, of course, this, all these costs go uh, affect your margins. So what you want to do is keep them as low as possible without affecting the your quality or your ability to serve customers. By carrying inventory, you also need to pay taxes and insurance. The more inventory you have at your end, the more taxes you'll have to pay. The same thing happens with insurance. The higher the inventory, the higher the cost of insurance. 
We also have shrinkages, and uh, these shrinkages uh, occur um, in different ways. Theft, for example, uh, retailers face uh, this problem a lot. Obsolescence, when inventory cannot be used or sold at, it, uh, at its full value. It happens when a new model is launched, a new system comes in, or there is a drop in demand. We also have deterioration. This happens when the product reaches the end of shelf life, uh, for example, in pharmaceutical product, products, foods and beverages, medical devices. Also, when um, the damages result from storing the, the product or from uh, transportation process. In the end, uh, all these costs affect the margins of the company, and uh, they need to be they need to be reflected in the P and L. So, uh, the higher the costs, the lower the margins. Okay, uh, that was like very well said. So now, like uh, keeping in mind the holding costs and the pressures for keeping the low inventory levels, uh, can you give us some reasons, like how to keep high inventories? What are the what exactly are the reasons to keep high inventories? Let's start with the main reason: customer service. Inventories can speed up delivery and reduce the probability of stockouts in the quarter. Stockout happens when an item is not available to satisfy demand and a lot sale occurs. On the other hand, a back order is a customer object that cannot be filled at the time it is demanded, but it is filled uh, later. Some customers are not willing to wait, so they take the, their business elsewhere, and um, a ba the back order turns into a stockout. So why you need to keep inventory? Well, to make sure you're able to meet customer requirements. Failure to meet customer customer demand uh, does not only affect uh, customer service; it may affect the image of the company. And uh, if you lose your customers or uh, start losing businesses, well, in the end, your top line is affected. So uh, you wanna you, you wanna keep the right inventory at the right time in the right quantities. This doesn't mean you have to have excess inventory. Other reason for uh, Wanting to keep inventories high is uh, ordering cost. Each time a company places a new purchasing or manufacturing order, it incurs in an ordering cost. This includes all the activities needed to prepare the order. It does not depend on the size of the order, of course. Many companies are streamlining this cost with technology. Now, there, there are many options like automatic replenishment, e-orders, uh, vendor manage inventory, blo uh, blockchain platforms, etc. Carrying high inventories also help uh, also helps reduce setup costs. Um, setup cost is the cost of preparing a machine to manufacture a different item. It includes labor and time needed to for this changeover and the scrap generated at the start of the production run. As the ordering cost, it does not depend on the size of the order. Therefore, it is optimized by using larger production runs and building up inventory. Other reason why companies want to keep inventories high is uh, labor and equipment utilization. By producing more inventory, the company can increase productivity. Setup costs are reduced, rescheduling is reduced, and um, it helps the company stabilize output rates when demand is seasonal. This is during slack periods, the company builds up inventory, getting ready for a big season, and uh, this way you don't have um, underused equipment or underused facilities. 
Having talked about this, it is then the responsibility of managers to manage the trade-off between higher and lower inventory levels and uh, come up with alternatives that will streamline both financial KPIs and customer service. And in the end, uh, what we want is to to achieve the company's goals. Okay. So, like, what exactly are the types of inventories? We came to know about like why the high inventories are kept. What exactly are the types of inventories that the retailers are using these days? Well, uh, inventories can be classified by how they're created. Uh, so we have cycle stock, we have safety stock, we have anticipation stock and pipeline stock. And um, you, you cannot physically um, differentiate between what is a, a safety stock or a cycle stock or, uh, or uh, anticipation stock, but uh, there's, there, for sure there's a difference in the way they, they, you, you manage these inventories. So let's see, for example, uh, cycle stock. It varies directly with the lot size. Quantity varies with the elapsed time between orders. Uh, the longer the time, the larger the cycle stock. For example, if you order every two weeks, your cycle stock will be equivalent to two weeks demand. Then we have safety stock. Safety stock is used to avoid uh, customer service problems and uh, the costs associated with this. It protects uh, against uncertainties in demand, uh, in lead time, and supply variations. The higher the service level you want to provide, the higher the safety stock um, you want to keep. The same way, the higher the lead time and the higher the demand variations are, the higher the safety stock will be. Then we have anticipation stock. It is inventory used to absorb uh, uneven demand rates. Uh, some company that have a predictable seasonal demand, uh, build up inventory during uh, low demand periods so that when high demand periods come, production is not affected and um, maybe face uh, capacity issues. And uh, lastly, we have a pipeline stock. It is an inventory that is constantly moving from one point into another in the supply chain. And uh, it consists consists of all of the orders that have been placed uh, but have not been yet received, also called uh, transit stock. All right, so that's great. Um, so now after knowing all these basics about inventory and the types of inventory, uh, can you please tell us about uh, strategies, uh, maybe like inventory reduction strategies to follow? For starters, a strong SNOP process could help the company reduce inventory levels, increase visibility, speed up decision making, increase service levels, and reduce total cost to serve and streamline margins. Making sure that demand and supply are in balance begins with the SNOP. In a later later podcast, we will have a deep dive into the SNOP process. So, having said this, uh, let's talk about strategies to reduce uh, the different types of stock. For example, cycle stock. Uh, it can be reduced by simply increasing the order frequency, thus reducing the lot size. However, in manufacturing, this would come at the expense of higher setup costs. For this reason, it is important to streamline also the setup process. One way, for example, is to use group technology, which is defined in the Apex Dictionary as manufacturing and engineer, 
philosophy that identifies the physical similarities of parts and establishes their effective production. Safety stock. It can be reduced by improving demand forecasts, which in turn can be achieved by working closer with customers and understanding better demand at the point of sale. In future podcasts, we'll have a deep dive into demand planning and collaborative forecasting, planning and replenishment. Safety stock can also be reduced by reducing lead times of purchase and manufactured goods. This can be achieved first by working closely with vendors and sharing information such as expected future demand and production schedules, also by having reliable uh, transportation partners. These improvement strategies will also impact uh, pipeline inventory. And finally, we have anticipation inventory. It can be reduced simply by matching the production rate to the demand. However, this could come at the risk of running out of capacity during high D and periods, extra costs, um, overtime, night shifts, among others. A more strategic approach could be to add uh, products with different seasonality patterns so that uh, peak demand for one product compensates for low season of the other product. So uh, as you can see, uh, these are just basic strategies. Uh, you can go deep um, and start looking for uh, ways to reduce your inventory, optimize your inventory, and um, of course, it is uh, crucial for a supply chain manager to um, to always keep a close uh, close communication with the other uh, departments at the company, sales and marketing, um, quality department, manufacturing department, uh, finance department, uh, and uh, this is one of the objectives of uh, the SNOP, which I mentioned earlier. So. Um, it's it's something that uh, supply chain managers do, and um, I I I think um, I went a couple months ago. I was at a conference, and uh, they were talking about liquidity. And yes, uh, a supply chain manager's manager needs to be uh, liquid. You have to be able to wear many hats, and uh, you have to be able to uh, evaluate your trade-offs. And uh, just don't forget. You need to, you need to, <clears throat> to help the company achieve uh, its objectives. So it's not just about, uh, up, uh, reducing inventory or, or having excess inventory or, or, um, reducing cost. Uh, the important thing here is to, to streamline your processes and, uh, always go along and uh, be aligned with the company's strategy. So with this, uh, we have come to an end of our first uh, podcast. I hope uh, you have enjoyed it. And um, just feel free to contact me if uh, you have any questions or uh, any doubts. Uh, I'll leave my email and um, my phone number so you can uh, text me in case you, you want. And uh, thank you very much. Bye, uh, Steve. Bye, Krishna. Thank you so much, Andres. That was really an insightful session. And uh, to all our listeners out there, stay tuned for the next episode. We'll throw some more light uh, on the same topic in our coming episodes. So just stay tuned. Bye. Bye.